Welcome to the OKC Community Podcast. We are so glad you're here. To get the latest updates or to watch this week's message, visit our website at okccommunitychurch.com. Man, today has been so good, though. That choir today was so good. Thank you guys so much. Um, I love being led in worship by our team. They're just, there's just an authenticity about it that I just love, and I love worshiping the Lord with you guys. Um, well, to begin uh, today, I, w- I, want, I want you to think of a number that would represent you. Now, let me explain what I mean by that. The number is how much weight you could lift in a, in a moment of emergency. So I want you to imagine a tree limb falling on a loved one. <laughs> it's a really heavy tree limb. What is, what is the maximum amount that that tree limb can weigh that you will actually be successful in saving their life? Is it 40 pounds, 50 pounds, 70 pounds, 100 pounds, 200 pounds? All right, you get a number and you're like, oh gosh, this is terrible. This is like my worst nightmare. This is like the physical test in elementary school where I have to do pull-ups again. No. I want you right now to get a number, and if you feel comfortable telling the person next to you what your number is, you can tell them right now. If you don't feel comfortable, just say 300 pounds. Go ahead. Tell them. All right, all right. That shouldn't take long. That shouldn't take long. My guess is if... If you're in the I have no idea category, it's probably a two-digit number, just so you know. It's a two-digit number if you're in the I don't know category. And here's the, here's, the will. here's the deal. Don't worry. I'm not trying to figure out who can lift the most in here, although that would probably be helpful information in case of emergency. I mean, there is a, there's like light trusses above me. I might need someone sometime. But that's not the point of this. The point is, the point is listen. Um, No matter if you can only lift 25 pounds or 250 pounds, the fact still remains that there is a limit to what you can lift, right? And and today we're going to talk a little bit about weight and the weight that we carry in life because in many cases, many of us are trying to carry way too much. So we're going to get into this and let me back up. We are in part three of our series called Better Than a Bird. Look at your neighbor and say, you're better than a bird. And if you've not been with us the last two weeks, we've been kind of really centering on and teaching from the passage where Jesus talks about worry. It's in Matthew chapter 6. I'll just remind us of this passage. It starts in verse 25. Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink, or about your body or what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns, and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they? In other words, God takes care, right? He takes care of the birds. In fact, he takes care of all of creation. This is like the most simple idea ever that Jesus is trying to teach us. He's like, listen, have you noticed that the world keeps turning and you don't do anything? Have you noticed that he takes care of all of creation? The grass still grows, the birds still fly, the fish still swim, the creatures of the land still crawl, right? Like, he's like, the creation, everything is working. The circle of life is happening. Cue the song, right? Come on, Elton John, where you at? Like, the circle of life is happening. He's like, don't you understand that God 
cares about you more than he even cares about everything else in creation. That's how much he values you. And then in verse 27, <laughs> amazing question. Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? What a question. Jesus says in this one dagger of a question, listen, all you're worrying, it's just a waste of time. Now, he says this because he is telling you something that you have to really get into your heart today. He's saying, I can say all this to you. You don't have to worry because God cares about you. Everyone say, God cares. He says, God cares about your life. God cares about the weight that you're carrying. God cares about the burdens that you have, the anxiety that you feel. God cares about the little things that go on in your life. He cares about it all. So who in here, let me just ask another question about the weight that we carry in life. Who in here has ever tried to lift something that was probably too heavy for you to lift, right? Raise your hand if you ever tried to lift something, maybe it was a TV or a couch or a car. I don't know. You tried to lift something and you couldn't. Who in here has actually physically injured themselves, pinched a nerve in their neck, injured their back, pulled a muscle because he tried to lift something? Uh, somebody just stood up with a broke arm right now. I don't know what's going on back there, but she's like in a cast saying, I did it, right? We do this. We try to carry things we are not equipped to carry. <laughs> One time I was unloading a truck. I know that surprises you. But I was unloading a truck. It was full of sound equipment, staging gear, and I was in a hurry. How many of you already know that this is not a good thing? When you're in a hurry and you're trying to unload something, something bad is bound to happen. Well, I was in a hurry and I was picking up some portable staging. It was actually something kind of like one of these stages up here. And it was something that was really something two people needed to carry. But I was in a hurry and I felt like I can do this. And so I tried to pick this thing up and move it and I got about five steps and I dropped that stage on my big toe. Now, it was literally one of the most, most immediate pain moments of my life, like so much immediate pain in that moment. And it was like stubbing your toe times 100. I mean, you know when you stub your toe, what do you say out loud? Don't tell your neighbor, we're at church. I said, Jesus, help me, right? Help me, Jesus, is what I said. Well, anyway, my, my toe swells up like a watermelon. No joke. If you've ever had this happen, blood starts coming underneath the toenail. There's so much pressure underneath your toenail. You can't even walk. You can't even breathe. And so I go to the doctor, and the doctor says, we need to release that pressure. And he went and got a drill, a drill. Should I keep going? You guys okay? So he went and he got a drill. I think it was a DeWalt, only the best for my doctor. So he got that drill and he drilled through my toenail. I think it was a 1 16th inch drill bit. He drilled through my toenail and immediately, should I keep going? <laughs> I heard more yeses. Immediately, immediately it was like a geyser coming out of my toe. It was like Yellowstone National Park on my toe. Old Faithful was going. How many of you know that felt good? I was like, thank you, Jesus, for drills in DeWalt, right? 
Over the next few weeks, I unfortunately lost that nail. I was nailless. It was a casualty of my hurry and my pride. I can't tell you how many times those two things will cause you pain in your life. You're going to try and hurry through things, and you're going to think, I can carry this, but you were not meant to carry what you think you can carry. And so you'll try and do it on your own, and all it will do is end up causing you a bunch of pain. I already said it. You can go back and listen. (laughs) I don't know. That was funny. Julian. I think Jesus, though, was like, quit worrying. Quit worrying about the things you were never supposed to worry about. This message is titled, The Weight of Worry. The weight of worry. Worry and anxiety is like a weight on your shoulders. It feels sometimes, we can feel it physically, can't we sometimes? Like we feel the tension in our neck. We feel the pinched nerve. We feel the physical, the spiritual, the emotional toil of worry. Psychological and medical research shows that worry and anxiety literally, literally, has a strong factor in the deterioration of someone's immune system, which means we can literally worry ourselves sick, right? We, are, we can stress the immune system right out of us. Maybe you've seen people do that, and you're like, they're, they're just worried, but they're literally physically sick right now. Jesus famously addressed the weight that we're carrying in Matthew 11. We're not, this is in our key text, but I want to read it because it's so, it's so applicable. Jesus was addressing this stuff. He said in Matthew 11, verse 28, come to me, we know this verse, all of you who are weary and heavy laden. He's saying, those of you that carry heavy burdens, would you come to me? Come to me. And I will give you rest. Everyone say rest. Rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Everyone say light. Now, we've done a deep dive on this passage before. In fact, it was maybe a year ago. We've, we've, I've touched on this passage a number of times. So we're not going to go deep on this one. But I, I, I want to mention a few things because what Jesus says here is so, is so important. He says, he says my, my, my yoke is easy and light. We like those words. We're like, that sounds good. I'll take easy and light all day. But the key word is actually the word yoke. He says, my yoke is easy and light. And what he's saying is, this word yoke is a reference to a term that that Jewish people used during these days. It was a reference to a rabbinical teaching. So rabbis had a certain yoke, which was their teaching, their interpretation of the scripture. And he said, I know that some of you have been walking under a very heavy yoke. You've been spiritually, there's been a lot put on you. And so he's saying, listen, my yoke, my teaching, my way of life, the one that I want you to go and do, it's easy and light. Jesus knows people have been living under a heavy yoke, carrying the weight of a difficult life, high expectations, pressure packed. In today's world, it might be like, 
Who is putting the pressure on you? Maybe even spiritually speaking, maybe parents have put a big pressure on you of expectations, and it just feels like too much weight to carry. Maybe a pastor at a, at a different church put too much pressure on you. Maybe a friend unknowingly put too much pressure on you. And he's like, Jesus, is like, I understand so many, so many of us are walking under a heavy yoke, but my yoke, he says, is easy. Jesus is like, I want you to come to me, and I'm going to take that weight off of you. In other words, he wants us to shift the weight off of us and onto him. We all know what a shifting the weight means, right? Like one foot to the other, we're shifting the weight. Like in golf, it's all about the magic of shifting the weight. I'm not a great golfer because I've never figured out how to shift my weight properly to hit the ball very far. So I shift it improperly and it doesn't go very far. But if I could figure it out, then I start to figure out the magic of why guys can hit the ball three, 400 yards almost, right? I recently read a story about uh, a mountaineering trail guide who was taking a group of about 20, 25 people up a, pretty, a fairly serious hike. They were gonna be getting to the summit of a mountain it was a several-hour hike, so everybody was geared up, right? They had their backpacks. They had their hiking boots. They had their trekking poles. They were about to go. And about halfway up the trail, there's one of the hikers that was just falling way behind. They, had, they weren't able to keep up with the, with the group. And so the, the, the trail guide finally came back to the back and, and met this woman. And, and she was like, listen, I, I can't do this. I can't finish. I want you guys to just go on without me. And, and he told her, he said, listen, that's not going to happen. You got this. Listen, we're gonna, not only going to go together, we're going to finish together. He said, here's all we need to do. We need to do a weight shift. And he said, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take off your backpack, and I want you to give it to me. And she's like, no, 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 I can't give you my backpack. Then you'll be carrying two backpacks. That would be too much weight. And he looked at her, and he laughed, and he said, listen, you need to trust me. I got this. I've done this before. And so he took her backpack, put it on his back with his other backpack, ran to the front of the line, and they all, including her, finished and got to the summit. And here's the thing. Some of us need a weight shift in our life. We are carrying something we aren't equipped to carry. In fact, I would say that all of us, all of us need a weight shift. Because eventually, when we don't shift the weight off of us that's not supposed to be on us, we will either end up tapping out, quitting, we will collapse, we will, at a minimum, right, we will experience an overwhelmed, tired life where we're looking around going, why do I feel this way? So, a couple weeks ago, I asked you a question when we started this series. I just told you to write down in your journal or maybe in your phone I gave you a minute to just write down what's two or three worries that you have right now in your life. And I want to take that question a step deeper today. And I'm going to give you another 30, 45 seconds to write this down. So if you have a phone, you can get your phone out. If you have a notepad or whatever you do your notes on, if you don't take notes, I just want you to know history makers note, are note takers, right? So you need to take some notes. But here's the deal. Uh, we're going to go ahead and we're going to get that out. All right, we're going to take some notes here. And here's the, here's the question I asked you two weeks ago. What weight, burden, worry, anxiety, or responsibility are you carrying right now that is too heavy for you? So I put a lot of things in there, but I want you to just think, is there something that you're trying to carry? And maybe you're aware that you're already aware, I can't carry this, but I'm still struggling with how to get it off of me. 
What weight, burden, worry, anxiety, responsibility are you carrying that is too heavy for you? I want you to identify that, and I want you to write it down. You may not be completely crippled by it yet, but you're like aware of it. You're aware of it. This is a potential problem, worry, burden, anxiety, responsibility, that if I don't figure out how to share this weight, it will be too much for me. So right now, I'm giving you 30 seconds to write this down. I really hope you will. I really hope you'll take this moment. We're in church. I always say this. We're in church. Might as well do it. <clears throat> write something down. All right, can I tell you something? If you're still writing or thinking, that's okay. At some point in today's message, just write that thought down. Can I tell you something about what you just wrote down, though? The answer to that will not be work more, sleep less, try harder, save more, plan more, or strategize more. None of those things have the power to lift that weight. And for me, I have to tell myself this all the time because every time I get worried or stressed, I think the answer is to work more, sleep less, try harder, strategize more, save more. Are you all with me? I can easily believe that the stronghold of self can save the day. I believe that I can push through, I can carry the weight, and I can do it on my own. I don't know if I said this, but hurry and pride will cause you a lot of pain. When you think you can get it done when you really can't, it'll cause problems. First Peter chapter 5 is the perfect place for us to go today to learn about how to deal with the weight that we carry. It's one thing to identify it. It's another thing to deal with it. The chapter begins with Peter, and he's talking to the church, and he literally begins talking to the elders of the church, then he gets to the young people in the church, and then he gets to everybody in the church, and he says this, and he's speaking essentially to all of us in verses 6 and 7. Very famous passage, but I want to spend some time on it. He says this, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, this is a great verse, but how do we actually do it? How do we cast our anxiety on God? How do we do that? How do we shift the weight of worry onto God? Everybody can say, hey, I'll just give it to God. But you're like, I don't know how to give it to God because it's still there in my head. It's in my heart. I don't know how to literally give it to God. And we have to ask, is this really what this means? Because I know some people, maybe not you, but some people are like, man, I just feel like it's kind of weak to be like, I can't handle this. Like, I know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, how, why do I give it to God? God's giving me the ability to do it. And you know what I mean? Like, we get in this mind kind of, kind of trap of wondering, like, should I even give this to God? I want to show you something. I have a visual aid today, a tool to help you grow, to help you think about how to apply God's word. By the way, this what, that's what this is about, isn't, isn't it? Yeah. Trying to apply God's word to our life. Isn't that why we're here? Yeah. That we want to help you read God's word and do something with it? We want you to be changed by it? Yeah. Hmm. 
By the way, I, sidebar, I don't want you to come here, sit through a service, and be completely unchanged. No matter what, our hope is that the power of God's word coming into your life, the power of coming together and seeing worship work through our life and in our life, the power of even the demonstration, or if you will, the proclamation of God's word through preaching and teaching, like the things that we do in this church, everything we do, by the way, is for the intent and for the purpose of you being transformed by the power of God through what we do. And so why, why am I saying this? Because everything we do from a Go Deeper devotional to a Monday night prayer, it's all about helping you be changed by the word of God for you to take on the ways of Jesus in your life and to be transformed and changed. You see, that's why we do what we do. And I have to say that because sometimes I think, I think sometimes we forget why we do this. That little sidebar was brought to you by the heart on my sleeve. <clears throat> okay, so back to this visual aid. Back to this visual aid. Uh, you are the person represented in this. We're going to call this thing shifting the weight. Everyone say shifting the weight. You are that person. All right. And the question I asked you a moment ago was that what weight, burden, worry, anxiety, responsibility you're carrying that is too heavy for you. And there's a fill in the line. That's whatever your thing is. Right. Yeah. It's right there in the middle. That's where we're starting. And I want to build a tool around this because it says in the scriptures, whenever we read this in first Peter it says, humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand, that he may lift you up in due time, cast your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Now, if you're really paying attention to that verse, Peter is telling you to do two things. There's two action items for you. He says, humble yourself and cast your anxiety on him. And then he says, because. Everyone say, because. because. He says, because God cares for you. Look at your neighbor and say, God cares for you. Look at your other neighbor and say, God cares for you too. So if we were gonna build a tool around this, around you, all right, we're gonna put this up here. It's in the next slide here. If, it, it takes the shape of a triangle. All right, and there's going to be a three-point sermon coming out of this. That's why we're doing a tri triangle, but I didn't write it. Peter did, all right? So here we go. So you can go ahead and put the next one up there. At the very top, I'm going to walk you through this, take a moment, but I think this is going to be pretty simple. You're going to get this. It's going to make a lot of sense. But at the very top, you see number one, believe God cares about the weight that you are carrying. In the bottom right of the triangle, we have this first action that I mentioned, humble yourself. And on the bottom left of the triangle over here, it says cast anxiety, cast anxiety on you. And it's, like I said, it's a triangle because there's kind of three movements in this. There's three points. And so if you're like a person that says, I, I would really like God's help, uh, but I don't know how to shift the weight off of me. I don't really get that concept. It sounds really great, but I don't get it. I don't know how to cast my anxieties on God. Well, listen, I just want you to know it begins with what we have at the very top where it says, number one, it begins with believing that God cares for you. You have to begin there. And I know that sounds very elementary, but it's really not. Because if you don't begin with that belief, guess what? You begin to question God's character and his motives in your life when something bad happens. If you aren't convinced that God cares for you, then you are not going to cast your cares on him. Can I remind you a little bit about how God cares for you? God cares for you. He's cared for you since the beginning. He cared for you when he knit you together in your mother's womb. God cared for all of us when he sent his son Jesus to save all of us from a life of sin. God cared for you when Jesus went to the cross to die 
for your sins. God cared for you through that season that was really difficult, but you didn't know if anybody cared. God cared for you. God cares for you in every moment of every time. He cares for you when you think no one else understands you. God understands you. Whenever you went through that time, that time when everyone else didn't care for you, guess who did care for you? God cared for you in that moment. And I just want you to know today that this process of actually taking the weight off and shifting the weight off, it truly believes, it starts with the belief. It's a belief of trust that God truly cares for me. Author and theologian Dallas Willard, I love some Dallas Willard. He said it this way, we must never forget that the indispensable first step in caring for the soul is to place it under God's care. The first step. Peter said the same thing. The first step, no matter how big or small, if you think it's trivial or unimportant, I want you to know that God cares about it all. He cares about it all. And once we believe that God cares, then we go to what's down here. We have to humble ourselves. Humble yourself. I would go as far as to say it is impossible to cast your anxiety on God if you do not humble yourself. Because if you think you can handle it, you can't cast it. Did you catch that? I'll say that one again. If you think you can handle it, you can't cast it. Hurry and pride will tell you that you can do it on your own. So what does it mean to be humble? Well, at a base level, it means, hey, I'm willing to say sorry when I do wrong things. So I'm going to go say sorry to someone that I've wronged. I'm going to go say sorry to God when I've sinned against him. But a step further, humility, humility is the risk of not being noticed. Humility is the risk of not being appreciated or being praised or being rewarded or being celebrated. Humility says, I'm not going to let pride shape my emotions or my attitudes. So I'm not going to be saying, oh, how dare they? Did you hear what they said to me? I can't believe they acted that way to me. Pride says, I, that you should be number one, but humility says, you know what? I'm going to take on the very nature of Christ that's willing to take on the rejection of the world for the sake of my God and his glory. So I humble myself before not only God, but even before man, because God has got me right in his hand. You see what I'm saying? Like hum humility says, I'm going to humble myself before God. And in the verse in First Peter, it says, under his mighty hand. That's a true emptying of the pride, right? For some of us today, I just want you to know this is exactly the word that God wants you to hear today, that you need to humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Not because he's upset or mad with you. He's not trying to humble you. It's more like God wants you to come under the shade of his hand, to come under his care, to trust in him, he wants to take the shackles of worry and anxiety off of you so he can take the weight off of you. And it only happens through humility. You see, humbling yourself under God's mighty hand is relenting the belief. It's relenting to the belief that you can when only he can. You know, we have to live with the belief that I can do things only because he can in and through me. 
So believe God cares. Humble yourself. Then number three, cast your anxiety. So how do we practically, we're back to that question, how do we practically cast our anxiety? Well, this word cast appears one other time in the New Testament. It happens in Luke chapter 19, verse 35. Jesus was telling his disciples, hey, get that colt, go get a donkey for me. I'm going to ride into Jerusalem. This is, the, this is the, you know, the moment when he's about to go in, Palm Sunday kind of moment. And he says, they, it says this, this isn't on the screen, but they brought it to Jesus and casting their garments on the colt, they set Jesus on it. So real simple. They took their garments off. More than likely, it was like a robe-like garment. They took it off their shoulders and they placed it on the colt. Super simple thought, right? But when we take off what's on our shoulders and we cast them or place them on God, this is all that God has really instructed us to do. And if that feels weird to you, like, man, I don't want to give God all my stuff, and you feel guilt for being like, I have a lot of stuff. I have a lot. I mean, like my mind is like a big mess. I got to figure that out before I can give it to God. I just want you to know the act of giving a lot of weight to God is just allowing him to flex. <laughs> he's like, it's like that woman, right? He's like, give him, she's like, just give me your backpack. And she's like, oh, no, there'll be a lot of weight. He's like, trust me, I got this. I've done this before. You know, the, the number that you gave yourself, oh, you're 40, you're 50, you're 100. You're like, man, I'm pretty strong. I'm a 250. I can lift that big tree limb. God's like, you know what my number is? Unlimited. Like, there's no weight that I can't carry. He, he likes to show off his strength. And so if you're wondering, should I give this to God? I just want you to know that he wants it. He's like, bring it on. Because you know what? It doesn't phase me. I got this. I've got you. And you know why? Because I care for you. And so if you're like, well, I still don't know how to cast it off. It just goes right back to the beginning. It goes up to believe God cares. You have to actually know and trust that he cares for you. You know, for me, sometimes when I trust someone, it's in those moments, I'll give them pretty much anything. If I really, truly trust them, right? I'll give them money if they ask for it. I'll give them, you know, responsibility if they want it. I'll give them my kids. Not like forever, but for a night or something. I'm like, yeah, I trust you with my kid. Like I tr if I trust them, I'll give them things I care about. But if, I, if my trust for someone is iffy or questionable or I'm not quite sure, guess what? I won't really give them all that much that's of any, of any value, low risk propositions. That's all I'll give to someone I don't trust. When you trust God, you, you cast your worries on him. And so that's why we have to start with belief. So how do you cast? Full belief that God cares for you. And if you question it at any moment, well, you can't cast it. Philippians 4, 6 says, Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. We trust him in prayer. Through prayer, we cast our anxieties and our worries on him. We take them off of our shoulders and we place them onto God, on, at his feet. Now, it's important to notice a few things about this tool I haven't mentioned. As you can see, the, the trajectory of the green arrows, it takes you from one to two over to three. And then if you really need it, you can take three back up to one, and it just creates this cycle in your life. But there is a wrong way to do this. 
You can see the red arrows, they're pointing in the wrong direction, right? There's a wrong way to do it. Let's just think about this. I just want you to know, you can't move from just that weight, that burden, that worry, that anxiety that's in your life. You can't just take that and immediately start casting it on God. You can't do it. Because when you do that, it becomes more like, or less like trust and more like blame. Because right in those moments, we're like, why is this happening, God? Why are you doing this to me again, God? Why do you let this happen all the time? Why am I the one? Why, why, why? And you start blaming God for the weight that you're carrying. And so instead of believing that he cares for you, instead of humbling yourself, you start blaming him. You see, a lot of times what happens in the Christian world is we love to cast our anxiety on God, but we don't believe that he cares for us, or at least we don't. We don't humble ourselves before him first under his mighty hand. We don't do it. And so we go the wrong direction. Oh, let's just say you got the first step right. You're like, oh, you know what? I believe God cares for me. I have that faith. Guess what happens in that case? If you go up to number one, you're like, I have this burden, this, this thing that I'm carrying. I believe God cares for me, but you don't humble yourself. Guess what? You go the wrong direction once again and you start casting it off on him. Guess what? You don't experience, you don't experience casting off that. You actually experience entitlement because you're like, here, guess what? God cares for me. I know God cares for me. I'm blessed. I'm highly favored. I'm privileged. I get everything I want from God. God always gives me everything I want. And you become spiritually entitled. That's why Peter says, believe God cares for you, humble yourself, then you cast your anxieties on him. We are humbling ourselves before the Father. We are truly believing in faith that God will take care of what we have. He will not give us more than we can handle. Remember then, Peter says that God will lift you up in due time. When you feel weighed down, Jesus will be the counterweight to pull you up. And that weight of worry will fall off of you. You see, this is something for any of us at any time. If you're just like, hey, I need to pray today. How do I pray? Believe that he cares for you. <laughs> Humble yourself. Cast all your cares upon him. This is about applying the word of God to your life. If I, as a pastor, could just get up here and talk about all the times I've had conversations and moments with prayer that are 100% about a weight that people feel like they're carrying, it is one of the most consistent conversations I have as a pastor. People weighed down with anxiety or worry or struggle or responsibility or feeling overwhelmed with their lifestyle or busyness or whatever it is, it all kind of falls in the same category of the weight of life. And, and, and if we're going to apply God's word, I think there has to be something inside of us that says, you know what, God, I, I think you've given me something today, and I think I'm actually going to go do something different with it. So today I want to invite you, not just in this moment, to respond in worship and prayer, but I want to invite you through the week, through the month, through, the, through this year to say, God, I, I'm going to learn how to cast my anxiety on you. Not because I'm weak, but because you're strong. God wants to take the weight off. God wants to show you his strength. He's like, quit trying to carry that all on your own. You weren't equipped to do it anyway. We pray less of me and more of you, God. We pray things like, Lord, I humble myself under your mighty hand. This is the prayers that we should be praying. I rest in the shade of your hand and in the shade of your power and strength. These are the prayers that we should be praying. I find peace in your power, God. I, God, only you can lift the burdens off of me, God. Jesus said, remember, he said, in this world, you will face troubles, but take heart because I have overcome the world. 
Jesus says, I'm the only one that needs to carry the weight of the world. You don't have to do that. Do life with me and I will give you rest. Come to me, all of you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. My ways are easy. My burden is light. So as we pray, this, of course, this altar will be open as it always is. Our, our prayer team will be here. And we'd love to literally pray weight off people today. I, I've literally had moments when I've come forward and I've asked for prayer and I've said, man, I'm literally feeling so much pressure in my life. And, and someone's just said, you know what? We can just pray that off in the name of Jesus. Does it fix everything? Does my life become different? No, but I can feel the power of God in those moments to start to lift those burdens off of me to free me into a life where I truly trust in him, believe that he cares for me. I'm humbled under his mighty hand. And today we can do that. Some of you, I know you just needed this little tool today. You're gonna run with it, you're gonna do it. That's awesome, go for it. But I just wanna pray over this. Would you, would you just bow your heads? God, we just come to you right now. Holy Spirit, would you come? We know you wanna speak to us all the time. We know that you have stuff for us. We know that, Father, this is... This is a time in which we can, we can take your word and we can let it so, this, this sink into our heart right now. And Father, I pray that for each and every person. Lord, anybody in here that just needs a touch from you, just needs an encouragement from you, I just pray right now that they would, they would, they would step into that, whether that be praying in their seat, whether that be coming forward and receiving prayer, coming to the altar, Lord, worshiping with you, lifting their hands, whatever it is right now, Father, I pray that you would just allow freedom in this room, just an expression of not only our worship, but our hope. Our hope in you, Father. Our hope that, Father, you, you really are all we need. Someone needs to hear that today. God is all you need. you right now. This is stay in this prayer mode, but I want to invite you to just stand. Stand right now. It's where you're at. Stand. I'm just going to stand in his presence for a moment. If you're ready to receive from the Lord, if you're ready to say, Lord, do you want to speak to me right now? If you want to humble yourself before him. We do this often, but the posture that we often take is just our hands right in front of us. If you want to do that right now, eyes closed, heads bowed, hands in front of you. To just say, Lord, and then I want you to imagine something. I want you to imagine if you're feeling the weight of something, imagine it's literally in your hands right now. It's in your hands. Holy Spirit, we ask you to do something with that weight. You may begin to feel weight in your hands. You may begin to feel the Spirit moving, tingling, whatever, things in your heart, in your hands. Spirit, would you come right now? Would you deal with the weight? Would you deal with the things that we carry that we're not equipped to carry? But Lord, you've come to take that off of us. Come, Holy Spirit. We believe you care. We humble ourselves under your mighty hand. And we cast off the anxiety and the cares that we're not supposed to carry. In Jesus' name. This altar's open. This time is for you to respond.
We hope you've enjoyed this week's message. If there's anything we can pray with you about, or if you have questions about God, we'd love to talk with you. Please visit our contact page at okccommunitychurch.com.